Miss Peas. Hello. We're back. Finally. Sans Peas. Sans Peas. It is, uh, it is Iggy, Hello. Eagle, and you're truly Mo Khan here on the first episode of uh, CTA Fall Cup Edition. But who are we really? Eagle is the producer. Iggy and I are going to be the hosts, I guess, of the show. I'll go put on the clock there, eggs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Clock yeah. it up, baby. Yeah, clock. Man, do we miss bees? Uh, Peas is not going to be with us. For, uh, for those who don't know, I, his wife had a beautiful son uh, earlier in September. Was it late August or early September? Early September. Early September. And uh, oh, so I'm being replaced full time. Yeah. Look at that. Oh, look at that. what a cutie. Are we allowed to do that? Don't you like uh, there you go. permission There's to show the baby's face? <laughs> Does it look like I care? No, you don't think that. <laughs> no, now it's no. on the in- internet forever. Anyway, okay. congratulations, Peas and uh, Natalia. Wonderful baby Congrats. Lorenzo. Yes, Lorenzo is the name of the baby. Uh, Peace is back spring season. Uh, that's the target that he will be back um, uh, May, whenever the season will begin. But uh, he'll be off for the fall cup and pretty much for the winter season. He and did send us a audio recording to let us know how he's feeling and who he is. Oh, hey, Iggs. Yeah. Um, yeah, thanks for checking in. Wait, I, I'm confused. You, you're still doing calling the Audible? People are still listening even though I'm... I'm not on the show. People are still watching, even though I'm not on the show. I, I don't know what the point of that would be. I mean, look, uh, I, I would imagine by now, you know, most probably being like, man, do we miss peas? <laughs> uh, but anyway, best of luck uh, on the season. I, I imagine you're going to need it if uh, Rob doesn't pull the plug entirely because, you know, I'm, I'm not there. So uh, talk to you later, bud. Later. Did he call it or did he call it? He called it. He called the shot. Um, So he'll be back spring season. So for us, for now, for the time being, it will be Iggy and I that will uh, carry the CTA ship uh, going forward. And um, we'll have guests uh, throughout the Fall Cup. And obviously, when we hit winter, we'll hit winter by then. But for Fall Cup, it's going to be a bit different. Uh, More of a relaxed podcast, not the ever so intense Rigid. Rigid. Uh, given the fact that it's a different format than the traditional FPS season for spring and winter. But we look forward to bringing you a lot of content during the regular season. Uh, but, of course, we do have announcements, which we always like to do at some point or every show that we do. So here we go. Uh, first thing in order is the most important thing right now that you saw on the Facebook group and, of course, on the Instagram stories for Flag Plus is the petition. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, Staty Bear is where we go for winter season for our uh, – winter dome games on Sundays, Mondays, and Wednesdays. It has been a staple of the FPF schedule during the winter season. However, there's been a decision in place that they will not put up the dome for the winter season. So that puts us in a bind. But then again, uh, the different forces of soccer associations and sporting associations have to combine as one uh, to have a petition that's out there right now that we posted on the stories for Instagram and on the Facebook page, as you see on your screen right now. Uh, that requires signatures, that requires us, the FPF community, to sign this paper, the sheet, to kind of force the discussion of keeping the dome up. Time is limited now, guys. We're September. So please, we encourage you to sign, as you see with PZ's <laughs> signature, on that thing. It takes literally 30 seconds. So you yeah. sign it, get your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your mom, your dad, your brother, sister, uncle, whatever it is. If we multiply, what are we, 2,000 people normally? Yeah. 
two, two thousand, two thousand five hundred. Right. Where's that number? I saw a number. It said somewhere uh, there, eight hundred names. Right. So, yeah. so if we look, we can hit eight hundred, no problem. But if yeah. we show a sign of intent, that we can get over two thousand signatures for this. I think it can help the cause. But again, it's it's a long shot. But nonetheless, though, we need to do our job. I signed. Eagle signed. Iggy signed. So please sign. It takes literally thirty seconds. Instagram link is on there. Facebook links on there, and even on the website too. Eggs. No, not yet. I don't well, know. we're gonna put in our articles. Uh, we'll put yes. in a link on this uh, podcast actually. So yeah. if you check the description, the link will be inside there. Absolutely, please go click it. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna pull the curtain back from a management perspective. This is extremely worrisome because we already lost Catalonia due to condominium development, and they haven't given us a new field just yet. Uh, this is a major hit on our capacity as well, and there's potential for other fields also not being available over the winter and yeah. everything. So. If you want to play, and we all do, um, the more support we can put into this, the more likely we will have these fields to use. So please, 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 thank yeah, you. Yeah, it's important. time to push the envelope here, and, and uh, <coughs> let's get the signatures up. We'll remind everyone in the course of the next couple of days here to do so, and it's very important because winter is one of the most important seasons. It's the biggest and the best of the best that come out. What's called for it is, guys, amongst the three uh, seasons that we do on a calendar year. And it's awfully important that we definitely get the word out about signing this petition. And it's only for us, but for everyone involved, because sports is an important part of society and fabrics and stuff. And for us, it's very important to have Hibera because it's been a great uh, spot to come play football, whether it's on the Sunday night or during the weeknights that we have of the winter season. Okay, um, uniforms. Yeah, uh, We are in that window now, CTA, well, with uh, spring season now done, fall cup underway. The rule is what, Iggy, when it comes to uniforms, what is the grace period and what is the enforcement being enacted? Please? Right. So the grace period is usually the first two weeks of the season. Now, given that week one was literally one day uh, Thursday to open up the season, uh, we've, I guess, extended or really just the first two weeks includes week two and week three. Uh, we are Wednesday night, but you're watching this uh, hopefully on Thursday, the day uh, Calling the Audible comes out. Uh, Thursday would be the last day of week three. So as of Sunday, uh, September 24th, uh, the uniform protocol uh, will be enforced. Uh, so what's that? You need to be wearing a same colored jersey as your teammates and a proper number on uh, on your jersey in order to get... Two things, stats and the games played. So what's a proper How number? How many games? Uh, we need four games uh, for playoff eligibility. So half the season, the season's eight games. So you need four games for playoff eligibility. Uh, and I said a distinction on a proper number. So that means not taped and not markered on. So steamed, pressed, whatever, uh, right, or, or already sewn on numbers, whatever it is, but a, a proper Proper number and uh, same color jersey as your teammates. So there's that, and then it's important that you do that. We, us scorekeepers will remind everyone about that. It's important that you guys know that after your second game, it will be enforced. Uh, team pictures and individual picks. Yeah. That's being done now. Uh, I know teams, look, guys, we want to do this because we want to get your team picture up. We Maybe we do it afterwards, but please do not give the scorekeepers – 
hiccups here because they're just trying to do a job for the league to get the team picture done. I know you might miss a guy or two along the way. You're always going to miss a guy or two yeah, but every we, night. We, we can't delay it, guys. Like, and it's happened far too often where, hey, we'll do it next week. We'll do it the week after. And it's week eight. It's week eight. And exactly. there's no team photo. So, guys, please uh, be understanding that, yeah, you might miss a guy or two, but we need to get team picks up as soon as we can because it just gives an idea for everyone to see who's who. And also for the writers and for yeah. us to understand, you know, players for the articles and stuff, that we can put your picture on an article for, for everyone who does uh, uh, writing for this and even for the CTA as well yeah. moving forward. Um, so don't forget about that. And finally, we do now officially we Wait. have them. West. Wait. the in, I wanted to say something about the individual yes. picks. Yes. I did a cleanup of the individual picks. Congratulations. So people, some people were not taking – proper individual pictures uh so you may notice that you no longer have an individual picture uh so uh it takes literally three do, do seconds. i still exist though no no uh so take literally three seconds with the scorekeeper uh if they approach you and say hey look i need to grab a snag a new picture of you because i don't have one on my on my app so uh there's a cleanup uh was done and is being done uh every night i always wanted to be john cena you can you can't see me. You can't see me, John Cena. So what was uh, a promo here? Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. We we had him join us for the spring season final in August. Uh, but we're proud to uh, welcome BuzzFit uh, here on CTA. And, of course, as a partnership with Fly Plus Football. Uh, BuzzFit, uh, you can check out their multiple gyms in Quebec in the Montreal region. 13 locations. 13 locations in and around the area of Montreal and the surrounding area of you know, but outer parts of Quebec that we are living. And so we're proud to have these guys on board. They're proud to be with us. And look, you know, winter's coming, guys, and we become inactive when we should be more active. So please check out BuzzFit and the promos that they have going on. And our very own Bruce Hogan, who's a referee here, does work for BuzzFit. So if you have any questions, come see Bruce Hogan uh, for your BuzzFit answers. And maybe he'll give you a program to get yourself in shape for 2024 and they sent us an audio clip for the promotion oh here we go let the ai take it away <laughs> hey fpf players looking to take your fitness to the next level buzzfit gyms has a special offer just for you join us today with no initiation costs get ready to score big in the gym and on the field visit us at buzzfit gyms and seize this exclusive deal now i love scoring big on the field you do you definitely you do. but especially what? on my deals scoring picks scoring big big oh. big so, anyway, we're, we're proud to have BuzzFit as a partner in the FPF world. And uh, we look forward to uh, helping both sides of the fence here, FPF and BuzzFit, and get yourself in shape for 2024. All right, let's dive into it, guys. Um, let's go into co-ed. Co-ed 1 and co-ed 2. Let's do it. We have, like, a lot to, uh, to catch up on here. Yeah. Two and a half weeks. Yeah. And we miss peas. Yes, we do. Uh, so, let's dive into co-ed 1 and co-ed 2. Can we start with talking about the format? Let's start with co-ed tier one first. Yes. There is uh, seven teams. So what does this look like from a playoff perspective? Why is my bottle like uh, seeds one, two, uh, and a little bit of three? I will fix that. <laughs> okay, so for it's those who now. see on your playoff bracket, you go to the, your team page or the league page or your division. You see it right there. You click on that. And as Eagle said before, what does this indicate? What does this Imply, what are we doing here, Eagle, when it comes to the playoff format for Coed One? So the way this is going to work is that teams effectively one, two, three, four, and five in the final standings effectively get wild card buys, if I want to call it that. Teams six and seven 
will play a single match elimination in the lower bracket, which will then advance them. The winner will advance to the, I guess, divisional round question mark type of thing in the lower bracket. They will play the uh, winners, losers of that entire upper grouping, essentially. So it kind of continues down the, the way this works. The upper bracket and lower bracket are divided. And maybe this is something we should start with. Depending on where you finish in the seedings, you end up in the upper bracket or lower bracket. If you end up in the lower bracket, it's a one-and-done situation. You lose a game, you're gone. If you're in the upper bracket, you have a contingency loss built into your schedule. So what does that mean? Well, let's say you are the four seed on this graphic here, and you lose to the one seed. You're going to go down into this red section, essentially, at the bottom, and play in either game number five or game number six as a way to continue on your season. But... Let's say your team number, uh, ranked number five in game number six over here, and you lose your game, you're out. You're gone. Thank you for your season. It's been fun. See you in the winter, essentially. So you want, in co-ed tier one, to finish top four. That effectively is your objective to maximize the amount of games you can play and have that safety net in case something happens. So it's double elimination for the top four, single elimination for the bottom uh, th bottom three, whatever Bottom it is. three, bottom exactly three that, that yeah. as well. And as you can see from the format is presented to you, it might sound confusing, but if you follow along here in the color coordination of what it is, it's pretty simple from there. So seven do qualify, but of course, for your seeds uh, six, five, six, and seven, you're in uh, single elimination. If you're top four, you are double elimination. So, Iggs, let's dive into it. Yeah. Um, your team. Yes. Bottom of the bottom of the bottom of the barrel here. Number seven seed. Yeah. So before we go, uh, someone calls you Izzy now. So we're gonna call you Izzy from now on. <laughs> so Izzy, uh, ooh, ooh. the referee, <laughs> the referee, the referee, one the, the one and only. Yeah, she, I forget her name. Uh, she does uh, Loyola Sundays. Uh, so he's like, oh, Izzy forgot her gloves. Izzy, I'm like, her gloves, your gloves. She thought it was your gloves. I'm like, Izzy, huh? Okay, no problem. Okay, so Izzy, um, Izzy magnets. <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't ring. It does, does go well. All right, Izzy. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Your team lost to the new FPF version of Team Prime, the IG team. I don't know Team Prime. You're going Deion Sanders, my friend. Colorado oh, Buffalo. Oh, prime time. They bring style. They bring bravado. They are a central yeah. figure. They have flamboyance, arrogance. They're a language of their own, style of their own. It's true. They pummeled you guys. Yep. And what do you have to say about that? Uh, a couple things, I guess. It's a, and you mentioned this, uh, it's a nice rivalry that's brewing between uh, IG team and, uh, and Kiss My End Zone. Mm -hmm. um, so they, they're, they've had the better of us as of late. Uh, so now I will say the trend has been that Kiss My End Zone has won in the regular season or the team that wins in the regular season ends up losing in the playoff matchup. So if that trend continues, uh, IG team will be happy they won in the regular season, uh, but maybe it might be unfortunate for them uh, if that trend continues. Uh, though, uh, I will say that these two teams are probably, uh, they're looking at uh, battling it out for the number one seed. So already with game number one for Kiss My End Zone, that was, quote unquote, a big loss. Because that uh, does give the IG team the head-to-head the -head tiebreaker in case these two teams end up with the same record. So it was actually quite 
you know, a, a big game, quote-unquote, if, if, you know, considering it's the first game of the season. Um, and, yeah, but they just they just had the better of us uh, by a, a large margin on uh, especially their defense. Their defense is quick, dynamic, uh, and adding. And they, you know what? Uh, the, and then the last thing for IG team here, they address their weakness, right? They realize that uh, they didn't necessarily, while their female players are good, they realize that they're, uh, that was one of their weaker points on the team mm-hmm. and address that by getting Constance Milad and it paid off already with two interceptions uh, in that game against Kismayanzo. Well, I'll say this. Uh, in this format of Fall Cup in general, all you need to do is get to double, mm-hmm. yourself double mm-hmm. elimination. That's true. I'm forgetting that already. Yeah, we you, just talked about it's, it. It's not. Yeah, not, you want to fish it first, cool, but like you want to have that double elimination uh, insurance policy because if you do, uh, that's all that matters. Because again, it's, well, it's different. It's not the traditional. Hey, one versus eight. Who's that? You know, upset no, special, right? No, so. but it ensures you have home field advantage throughout the playoffs, so that you have the advantage of starting on defense and knowing uh, the score line going into the second half of a playoff game, right? And also not having to wear stinky pennies if uh, someone doesn't wash them. Uh, no, it's not about not being washed. You could be the third game of the night, and they've been previously worn for the past two games, right? It could be. Yeah, it could be. Oh, well, here we a little uh, repair over here. I got set here. What? Well, uh, uh, you know that's from, huh? What? Stefano Berardi. Oh yeah. Yeah. What happened? So share a quick. We one. were a uh, three-person crew. Yes. It was myself. He backed up. He backed it. up into it. Yeah. Oh, that's a great story. Yeah. Um. So fascinating. Very fascinating story. But you see, like, I look at I look at this division. I mean, there there's no gimme wins. I don't think there is. Um. I think that's the part that I'm most exciting for in terms of the seven teams that are in here. Traditionally, there's always been one team that's like the odd one out. I don't see that on this list. Like no, I can no. see any game potentially being competitive, you yep. know? And and that's what I like about this so much where every game is going to matter and effectively if everyone ends up in that 4 and 4 range, 5 and 3, 3 and 5, it's going to be very tight to yep. get that single limb double limb breakdown essentially yep. and that one game or that one mistake you make in that one game that you end up losing can literally cost you a playoff series right because yep. you're not going to get another chance yeah i just think that one through seven is as you said before there's there's no weak uh lamb in this process of, nope. of the slaughtering that will go through in this division and, but and I, every team upgraded yeah, of course. Right? right. This is the Premier League of of coed. So, like, who 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 would you think, for example, going in? I'm fascinated with the vultures. Okay. Uh, I know I make fun of Benny McMahon and, and Phil Roberts quite a bit, you know, but that's out of love. But you know, I'm I'm curious to see how they are because remember they they lost Rochelle Valier due to injury and, and replaced her with Gigi Kabilo Bonte, now a full time member, I believe. So now yeah. they have her for a full season. So how does that you know get her more comfortable? Because she came in literally with no. Uh, report to develop with them till now, right? Um, I and and not just her, Emma Townsend, Aslan, yeah. very very good receiver for the team, and even Tanya Mano, a, a new uh, FPF rookie here. But they have a very solid core of female yeah, players. Even, now. even easy fun, right now. Jeremy White's involved, right? He threw one of the two games that they've had. Yeah. So is he now the full time starter? He'll be in and out, right? Uh, so according to Iggy Insider uh, sources, you mean the team? Yes. Yeah, of course. You can say the team, Iggy. Like Jeremy White himself, yes. straight from the mouth. Yeah, since you do work with Jeremy uh, at yes. FPF. So, Jeremy, Jay White, 
sorry, uh, Jeremy W. Uh, told Iggy that uh, he'd be in and out. So, but look, he's he's an additional. Uh, it's an insurance policy because you know yeah. they missed a guy like Jeremy White in the spring season, and it showed. Right? They they didn't have the same uh, charisma in the offense that Jeremy White brings as a as a quarterback or as a player on the offense. So I think that's a massive addition to this team, and I think overall, I mean, you know, to to get in, that's obviously all seven get in, but to get the top four, right? The, the dotted mm-hmm. line for top four and wins, I'm going to say it's probably six that gets you top four better. Six points? Six wins. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Six wins. Yeah, a six and four record? Yeah. Yeah, likely. Just because there'll, there'll be so much cannibalism, right? Yeah. In, in, yeah. Uh, teams being up yeah. on each other. Yep. Yeah. I, th- I think the worst team, I think, would be four wins. Three to four wins. Three. Three, four Maybe wins. two. Maybe two. I think, no. I, I think Deep. it'll be three. I you know, we were talking about the competitiveness and, and how every team's great or added players. Yeah. Because I and I wrote this in my week one article, uh I love I love the plenty of fish roster, but I felt like nah, they didn't add anything. They like they they, they I love them but they, they always tend to have that four and six, five and five which is a five hundred or even like mediocre level, yeah. but it's still a good record because you're you're still facing a lot of good teams. But they added Rocco Cristiano, and yeah. he was—he's the best player on the field on many nights. So, and, and in and they blew out Fit Squad out of the uh, uh, literally out of the 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 fishy waters of uh, of Loyola. But was Fit Squad crying? It's it's okay. He didn't step out of bounds. It's it's okay. Uh, but to me, the team that didn't add or, or or develop or go out and get a free agent is Deep Balls. So I think them everyone else did a bit more. Uh, I I think deep balls will end up with that two win uh, margin. Yeah, deep balls, you know, again, everyone plays each other once plus a, a double team that will play in the season. Uh, but you know they they got waxed by the, sorry they they won by forfeit I believe against IG yes, team right correct. Week one. So they won that, uh, but, but then they, they got, have lost big time. They got waxed the, by easy fun, right? Exactly. But well, now they get vultures and plenty of fish, right? right? Deep balls. I mean, if you split that, you're two and two. Uh, going to your final four games in October and beyond, and that final four games that you have, you have you have Fit Squad, IG Team again, which will be a team <laughs> that is going to be a lot more loaded then. Yeah, easy fun, and then your team. The only winnable game I think is Fit Squad, so they could get yeah. three. I yeah. think they get three, but the yeah. two the two will come before the halfway point, and then after that they might if they go one and three. I think that's more likely than anything else. Yeah. So again, it's it's gonna be fascinating to see how this plays out for tier one, and there's some good matchups because everyone plays each other once. Plus, you play extra, a, yeah, yeah. Second, a second team, uh, one team twice in that schedule. So I'm quite intrigued to see how this plays out for coed one. Uh, on to coed two, yeah. Um, Eagle, are we going to do the playoff breakdown for coed two? We are, yeah. So Thank twelve you. teams in this division. Similarly, you want to finish top six. So Getting yourself into the top six will get you two potential games. So the one oopsie game will be banked for you. If you're in the bottom seven to 12, you if you're seven or eight, you get a buy. So cool. But if you're nine to 12, you're playing a one and done. And then 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 you're playing a one and done, which is great if you want to play a lot of games. But also you should probably want to end up in the upper bracket and just win. So, yeah, that's how you end up in the finals for Coed 2. Thanks for fixing it on the fly, Eagle. 
Thanks. You, you, are, you are a legend. I noticed Eagle. something. <laughs> okay, so again, so for, for double el- double elimination seating, yeah. you need to be where again? In the top six, correct? Top six. Top six. Top six. Okay, so f- pretty much that is your goal, top six to get double elimination seating. And after that, you're on your own for single elimination. Um, some familiar names mm-hmm. and some teams that are taking a dive into this co-ed. Uh, I've circled Sub-Zero. Yes, very interesting. Yes, a team that uh, won women's in spring season. Mm-hmm. We know very well. Uh, the roster is full of talent, and these are our top-tier Quebec talented athletes that we have on this roster. Yep. Um, how do they do? Because you talk about a women's team. If, uh, if I remember, it was Mola Cass's team that played in Division D or Division C? Uh, Division D last season. Last season, yeah. right? It was a rough go. It wasn't yeah. easy for them. Yeah. So in a co-ed context, yeah. how does this team fare this season? And this is some big hitters that you have in this roster. That's so I'm surprised by their first game, right? Six to twenty six. Uh you mean twenty six to six? Sure, or a six to twenty six loss. Who says right? that? Put on the poll, please. Do you say six to twenty six or twenty six to six final? You no. usually say the higher score. Yes. But in the context of they won or they lost, and then you know which score is equivalent. Yeah, because I, I don't see anyone in the NFL. But going. I didn't say they Won or lost, I just said I'm surprised by the score of six to twenty six. So did they win or lose? They lost. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm, I, I I'm very curious to see how this team is gonna go. I thought they would be one of the top five teams in the in the division, and now I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, look, it's a one game sample size. I know uh, being on the other side of the curtain at Laval that they were driving the field and one of the interceptions came within the red zone uh, thrown by Sarah Parker. Six points, though. That's that's trouble. That's worrisome. No, but you know what? They'll, they'll rev it up because you know who the next game is against? Uh, no. It's against free agents no more or free agents? Free agents. No more? I'm not. I'm, I'm no not, more. He's not free We made a team. Oh, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Man, do we miss bees? It's the yeah. other ones. They'll... Likely put up 32 and a half over, over under. under. Over I'm going to say, okay, so they're playing three agents, right? So let me yeah. put the roster quickly 32 here. and a half. Uh, hold on here. Hold on here. Let me get the. Come on, 32 and a half. No, that's what? Four, no, four touchdowns. No, we need to put no, it like a proper. No, thir- 30. It's five touchdowns. I'm going to say the lines are 34 and a half. So with the. So the thing is, no, no, no. I, we're gonna be more realistic. I'm gonna say twenty. I know that's easy. It's w- over, way over. Because they won, they free agents lost by uh, twenty-seven, right? Sure. So we'll go twenty-four. Wait, the, are we talking now the difference? I'm talking about the number of points that Sub Zero is gonna score. I'm saying point fa- Like I'm talking about point spread. Oh, I wasn't talking about points. That's spread. what I was talking about. Oh, I was talking about <laughs> how many points they're gonna score. I'm talking about lines. You know, like, you know, <laughs> like I, I think they'll, they'll. Oh, plus yeah, plus twenty. I'm saying they're favored by 20, 20 plus points. Yeah, like t- 20, 20. I think the line well, is Well, it's going to go half. Either 20 and a half or 19 and a half. There's never an even, like, a small number. Could be, but... Uh, never. They always yeah, go 19 and a half. Let's go 19 and a half. So they got to go, sc- go score 20 plus then, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think they will score 20 I plus. Think, I think that it'll happen, yeah. Yeah. 20 plus. I, they get the first one on Thursday. I, sure. I just wonder if this team... And I didn't think so, but now they have. It has me questioning. 
Maybe it was the rushing of Daryl Dorsley that gave oh, Sarah Parker fits. We he's know. a predator on the field, man. He's, right. he's we, an apex predator out there. We saw in the finals right against Terry Babalos yeah. how, how we, uh, on one play he made such an impact. He changed it. He changed the tide of that game. And we know the struggles of uh, Sarah Parker. They're somewhat well-documented. You know, when, when teams, co-ed teams have thrown Isaiah Lard at her but takes away the middle of the field and just takes, forget against Sarah Parker, throw like Isaiah Lard or Daryl Dorsley against almost any of these quarterbacks, yeah. right? And yeah. and he's he's going to give them fits. So I, I, I just wonder now if they're going to be a team that beat up on the weaker teams. And I, I thought they would beat up on weaker teams and be very competitive against strong teams. This to me, uh, what's their team name? Their their new uh, who do they play? It's no, not Predators. There, it's the name's not standing out to me. The team they played in Week One, um, at least we tried. Right. To me, is one of the better teams, so I thought it would be competitive. So are they going to just beat up on weak competition and lose and? Maybe they can't be lose, the top hitters, but lose big. Yeah, sort of like that mill team, right? Like, you, I wonder. I, I, I'm just, I'm very curious. How well, again, do. let's look at the teams here, right? Why and why? Tigres, uh, they should, on paper, Tigres had a tough go last spring. Yep. This past spring season, they weren't. Uh, they're adjusting to the rules of FPF. Yep. And they weren't very happy at the end of the year, but that's another story for another day. Uh, balls deep. I mean, they're they're in here as well. At least we try. We know we good. Uh, but you know, when you look at a team like the Predators and who's going to carry the boats, yeah. uh, teams that we're trying to get familiar with. I mean, could they factor in and get themselves in the top six of, uh, of this division? Because you think about Predators, right? Chris Olsen's a guy who's starting to win championships and, and point middle fingers at Mo Khan that, hey, I can win championships, no problem. <laughs> uh, Cesar Garcia-Diaz is a very good player in this league. We and getting better at a quarterback position, right? Yeah, he is. He's he is. much better than, than that Badger season of uh, last year in the fall season. Right, exactly. You know, and then, like, when they played you guys, yeah. uh, which Louis Bichette is the quarterback for. Huh? Uh, oh, so well, sorry. Sorry. Always, uh, always. The Christmas balls. Come on. Yeah, I know. I know. Noel is uh, the quarterback. I'm just smiley face. I call him <laughs> Nintendo, 80s Nintendo character, smiley face. Uh, but I think the Predators, with what they have, I think, Olsen with Garcia Diaz. Mm -hmm. uh, Gimas as well is pretty good for this team. Uh, they have a pretty good defense too. Uh, I'm not going to you know, they, they play structured defense fairly well. I mean, that game against you guys, it was toe-to-toe -to -toe until yeah. the end where they kind of got confused about the down distance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, Chris Olsen wanted to have like a, a sit-down like protest. <laughs> in the middle of the field. Middle of field. It's my ball. <laughs> it's my ball. No, it's fourth down. No, it's turnovers. Speaking of defense, Anthony Gentili. Uh, yeah. and, and then the female content of Ariane Boucher and Magali Ruel. Yeah. Very, very solid uh, yeah. players all around. And Eagle, you played this team as well. Any any quick comments on Predators? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, like, no, to be seriously, uh, their playbook is simple but effective. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot of poison pill plays where if you make a decision, uh, Cesar picks the other person, and then drives the field on you in that certain way, and they have some playmakers out there and everything. Yep. So yep. their defense is good. There are holes, um, but uh, they adjust pretty quickly to it and everything. But, yeah, I think they're going to do well. Uh, yeah, they're, they're going to be on that right way, kind of where they are right now, bordering on the 6-7 line. I think they make it, though. I think I think they, get the, they end up getting the 6th or 5th seed. So here – We'll get to the, the, the win target that we think for top six in yeah. this division here eventually. I look at 
who's going to carry the boats. Mm-hmm. I look at the roster. You do? Okay. I know I know, I know. this team. I know the players. Yes, yes. Um, a lot of, some new players. Some hotheads in this team. Oh. Who's Camp, hothead? Sh- Camp Shapu is a... Can be. Yeah. He, he but, gets, he, but he's more controlled than... Uh, well, than he got himself uh, kicked out of game uh, during the spring season. So I, I recall. Yeah, it was a Papineau. Um, yes. No, yes, it was Papineau. Yes, I was Papineau. scoring yes, that game yes, Papineau. Yes. Yeah. I don't know what to expect from this team. I don't know what the Call strength it. of this yeah. team is. Uh, they lose by six to uh, Step Rose. They had they had this game in control and lost it. They, I believe, threw a they let a score a late score and then threw an interception that went for a score for the next play on offense for uh, Step Rose. Right. So within a two minute span, there was a twelve point swing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this team will go as far as Alex Solipsky, the quarterback for the team. Uh, who's manning the ship uh, really for for this boats team? Uh, they'll go as far as he improves and how quickly he can improve at the quarterback position. Yeah, yeah, and if he has a lot of talent around him. Cam Shapu at snapper's good. Eric Christian Shishoshet uh He's going to be in and out of the lineup, subbing here and there uh, in place of uh, Michaelis Rogers. Um, but the, I'm telling you, the talents there, female and male alike, uh, Lazar, uh, Ad, Ad, I'm going to try it, Atanakovic, uh, very, very good receiver. Uh, Mason Miller, very solid. And and like I said, the Kayla Gotze is well-known with Thunder Buddies and Roxanne Roy. Uh They put up three, four touchdowns last season with uh, Terry Babalis at the helm. So. So it'll it, this team will go as far as Solipsky takes them. Not bad yeah. on your Eastern European pronunciation of Antanakovic. Oh, thank you. Who on this roster is the Navy SEAL though? Cam Shapu. Is he really? <laughs> no, because that's where the expression "Who's going to carry the boats" comes from. Oh, it's like a exercise mantra, a motivational thing, essentially. To like. be Kayla Gotzi. Yeah. yeah. But would you trust Cam Shapu in a Navy SEALs like setting to go rescue the hostages? In a foreign I'll trust that Eric Christian Skiosha. You ever watch uh, The Rock? With the movie? Yes. Yeah. With uh, sorry, I didn't make that clear. I yeah. realized after yeah. I said yeah. it, I like, my mind was processing fine. But there's it was a lot of like, wrong. He's gonna make funny if I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah, the movie with yeah, the uh, movie. Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Yeah. And it was it was uh, in San Francisco, right? Like the storyline was in yeah. The they area. they basically have hostages in Alcatraz. They have right. like these uh, yeah, yeah. missiles, the toxic gas or whatever it is. Right. You know that scene where there's like the two military groups not standing down on each other and everything. Yeah. I can imagine like Kemp Shapu in that situation and then accidentally pulling the trigger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez, sorry guys, my bad, my bad. And the firefight begins. Yeah, unintentional friendly fry over there, you know. Anyway, so it, it should be it should be unique. Uh, cut off line for double wins is what in your mind in this division? Uh, five. I think it might be four. Yeah, it could be four. I think it might be four. But four I'll might stick be with enough. five. I'm going to say four, uh, four and a half. I, I'm going to go under. It's going to be four. Okay. Four will be Over it. with five. All right, on to women's. Uh, look, I'll be straight with you. Uh-huh. My homegirls are back. Brut. They're back, man. They're They're loaded yeah. with talent. I believe in them. I've never lost faith in them. I think they're going to win it this year. We can stop talking about women's because they just awarded the championship now. We can do like a whole collage of highlights of their championship run for Fall Cup. 
is this a two horse race with them in, in Vortex? Like, are we going to see these two teams have a dance by the time we wrap up fall? I was going to say this? week seven. It feels like a long time away, but it actually is quite close, close from a date's point of view. What's the date? Uh, October fifteenth. Yeah, so, like in a month. Yes. And so, it up. but this is where it gets fun because then week nine they play themselves again. So we have to go the entire season, and then literally within two weeks. I mean, actually, technically more because whatever. Right. Uh, then we're gonna find out who's the better person. And this will likely be, if you think about it, going back to the format, they might play four times this year. Yeah. They will likely play four times this year. At some point, yeah. Um, we'll go to the playoff format after this question here, but Vortex Brutes, they're the queens of the manor of this division. And is it everyone else? Is that the fair assessment for this division? <sighs> yeah. Because Red Nation got wrecked by, uh, by Vortex, was it? Was it on, uh, it was on Sunday? Brutes or Vortex that wrecked them. Uh, Vortex, 33 Vortex. to nothing. Yeah. Um, Wildcats are a wild card. They also lost to Vortex, though, 18 to 32. Um, that, on Monday night, Brut versus Wolfpack, mm-hmm. this was a back-and-forth game. Wolfpack were right there with Brut. If it wasn't for an interception thrown late by Camille Dumas, uh, Wolfpack were driving the field to go ahead in that game, if I'm not mistaken, or at least make it a one-point game. Uh, So, Brut, while uh, I I love the team, the offense is spectacular at 148 points in three games, uh, firing on all cylinders, they showed some cracks in their defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, they showed that even a because uh, they're young, the Wolf Packs are they're they're young Cubs. Um, showed that with a uh, a more than mediocre offense can can put up points on on the Brutes. Uh, yeah, defense. But, but that's the thing. It's like to use college football. Um, the example I'll give you is like Alabama and Georgia. So what you have here is Vortex and Bruce are your Alabama and Georgia's sure. of this women's division. But wait, wait, when when are we now? Because Alabama's not good anymore. Uh, before this year. Oh, you're right. So let's say <laughs> let's say of uh, two years ago, Alabama okay. and Georgia. Okay? I'm with you. So they're your Bama and Georgia's of this division, and both teams will have a glitch at some point where they keep it close yeah. and they blow it out. Right? Like, yeah. And, and that, that's what it is. And I'm not I'm not trying to downgrade these teams that are trying to catch up to Brutes and Vortex because oh, these they're are just on another level, right? Because these like let's call it what it is. Chances are someone from one of these two teams is gonna be in that conversation for the Olympic team in twenty twenty eight in LA. Right. And that's a huge thing, okay? The other teams in this division, whether it's Red Nation, Wolfpack, X and X, Wildcats, Red Bulls, and I've seen Wildcats, X and X, Wolfpack, and Red Nation play, they played some incredible games. Yep. They're not at that level of elite dominance like these two teams are. But the thing is that it's a great challenge for these four teams or the five teams below them to say, hey, where do we stack with these teams? Because yep. come winter, when we sign that petition for Hebert to save that Hebert Dome, we know where we are in the hierarchy of this women's field. That we maybe could compete in the highest division or maybe drop down to women's two mm-hmm. and be at that level. Because these two teams here, you're right, Iggs. Uh, Bruce had a bit of a tricky game. Yeah, but they ran the table at the end. They did, and and it's one of their key additions that they made. Sabrina Jardet was unstoppable when she needed to be on the defensive side of the ball. Got that interception, that key interception I'm talking about against Kamizuma, 
and Maggie Gervais with a key sack uh, for safety that gave them the ball back. One of the nice really people, actually, by the way. Yeah. Sweetheart. Yeah. Maggie Gervais, a yeah. real nice person. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, the, the whole team was nice. That's what they're my girls, yeah. my homegirls. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so there were key moments and key players that uh, that made up for their the 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 Swiss cheese kind of defense that they were showing at the beginning. They were even looking at each other like, "Oh, how did she get behind us?" Like you were, way, they, they were they were showing a little bit of rust. Uh, but but key personnel came up clutch uh, when they needed to. See a team like uh, Wildcats. Mm-hmm. I I look at them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I hope they do well. I want them to do well and. Again, you made a point about the about the Wolfpack. It's a good game because they'll play each other on Thursday at Loyola, okay. and then Wildcats will get Red Nation afterwards before they get Brutes uh, in early October. Mm-hmm. So the next two games for the Wildcats can give us a better idea, a better barometer if they yeah. are going to be in that double elimination conversation or in that yep. single elimination combina- single elimination uh, bracket of teams. And I'll be intrigued to see what they do against the Wolfpack on uh, Thursday at, at Loyola. Can could they? keep up with them and come up with a turnover or two which will give them free points and, and win that game with their defense. Yeah, it'll, it'll it'll be very much I feel like that Brut versus uh, Wolfpack game in that whoever makes the first critical mistake with like around eight minutes left in the game uh, is is uh, is going to end up losing the game. So whichever defense can, can uh, get a key interception or a, a key sack for a safety for example uh, something that really swings the tide in in uh, in favor of whichever offense, yeah, uh, get can can get the victory there. Oh, for sure. And I think the Wildcats more than the Wolfpack game, they're gonna want to get their revenge over Red Nation in the in the week after. Oh, right? yeah. oh uh, yeah, from their playoff loss, they thought they were going to the to the finals in Red we Nation. We all thought they did. They were. Yeah. And boy, w- were we wrong. And and you know, like we, I wrote in the article as well, is that. Red Nation, we always count them out, and they're a plucky team, and they they surprise you and end up. You know what? Kudos to them. They end up playing hot at the right time, good football, and could they make a, a another surprising run for uh, for the, Maybe. the women's title? Maybe it'll be tough though. So tougher, yeah. tougher animal to kind of uh, dissect. Uh, Eagle, a playoff breakdown of how this works for. Women's, please. Very simple. Seven teams, all of which will make playoffs, but you want to be top four. If you are top four, you get a double elimination side of the bracket. If you're bottom three, so five, six, seven, one, and done, work your way through until you get to the final game and we crown a championship team. Uh, can we color code the standings? Kind of give a better idea of how this works because we still have the green, red. People might think they're eliminated type of thing. I have asked. Efforting. Is a better term to use, which is like a like a laissez-faire thing. Yeah, we're, we we've asked what's going to happen. I think we did it last year. It, it exists. We could do a yellow. Yeah, this kind of give an idea, right? Like, I tried. I mean, it's not rendering. I'm upset. Oh. Efforting that moment. Okay, so so there you have it for women's. But again, it's it's going to be unique. Uh, I'm I cannot wait for the big games in week seven and week nine for Vortex and Brutes. Uh, but it brings up the question to you, uh, Iggy. Yeah. Uh, among the spring teams that are coming back for this game, Wolfpack X and X. Um, Wildcats, even Red Nation. Uh, who will have a better run in the Fall Cup this year? That uh, who's gonna have a better season yeah. than their spring season? Exactly. Uh, am I? Uh, it's not all teams. Uh, it's the top six right now. 
Mm, uh, top, all seven make it, right? But no, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but Red Bulls didn't play last spring, right? No, no. So, I'm just thinking, I'm talking about the teams that were in spring season that yeah. are playing now. Uh, regular season record. Yeah, regular season record. Uh, I I uh, even though they're o two and one, give me X and X. I like what they've done so far. Uh, from the um, the eye test. Uh, from scorekeeping some of their games. Uh, Maya DeFazio has... I, I, maybe I didn't see her enough in the spring, but she can throw the ball, and she is a tackling machine on defense. Uh, so give me X and X to have a better record than uh, than the spring season. She she started to grow towards the end of the year. She has a cannon. On yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she got better towards the end of the year, yeah. but I just find that, of course, with who her coach is... Uh, as Peasy would say, we don't say that name on the show. But Peasy's not here, but I won't say the name. Um, Fino. 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 Uh, Fazio. He, I, I find that, and people have said this on the sidelines that are, that are watching as observers, that he just weighs on her and takes the fun out of the game. There's times where she's just like, All right, I walked, I'm not playing anymore. I'm yeah. done. <laughs> yeah. And that hurts because you want her to have fun. And then at the end of the day, you want her to. Don't worry, to, it's fine. <laughs> thank you. Uh, you want her to, to enjoy it. And yeah. so hopefully she enjoys it this this fall where she can grow. And then by winter, she becomes or is on her way to becoming a, a quarterback or player to watch for years to come. Yep. Uh, some of the throws, I was very impressed. So, uh, yeah, give me X and X. On to tier four. Let's do it. Tier four. Tier four as we roll along here. And uh, again, it's uh, 21 teams uh, in tier four. Yeah. First off, uh, this is the, the most teams. teams we've had in FPF Fall Cup history. 96. 96, uh, which was great. Uh, and we, we appreciate everyone who wants to play. And it's massive. It's huge, hugely uh, cool to see that happen here. As we go into tier four, maybe yes. this is a good time because a lot of these teams are new and don't know us. So... Let's start by saying, if you're struggling to figure out how to play this game, come talk to us. We're nice people. Eagle, Iggy, or Mokon. Or, frankly, anyone. Scorekeepers, referees, any staff that happen to be around. Send us an email. Send us a message. Post on the wall. Add a comment onto this YouTube video or on Spotify. Just ask us. Because a lot of things we had to learn the hard way. And it's not fun. I mean, it is if you like learning that way, but it's not fun to get blown out or it's not fun to have the same guy on your team get constantly exposed because you don't know what role he should play on your team. And then you're upset at your friend and then you guys don't talk anymore. And then the draft just isn't the same every year, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So if you are struggling or if you're trying to figure out a concept on how to do something, just ask us and we're going to help out. Okay, perfect. All that to say, the top 10 teams are the ones that are lucky. Everyone else Thank get you. fucked. Okay, so well, he, what, <laughs> what, what, in what way? What does yeah. that mean? You so what your Eagle is referring to is, dead. is the uh, knockout rounds. So for those who are looking at it right now, in the yellow-beige uh, section of this bracket, uh, gives you a double elimination status. And the bottom half of the bracket where it's red, it gives you a single elimination status. So if you were in uh, the first window of games, 16-21, 17-20, 14-15, as Eagle would say, you are one and done, baby. No, the other word. Eliminated. You're bleep. Oh, you're fucked. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's no sugar coating here. Although Eagle would sugarcoat yeah, swear exactly. words. So so it'd be that, tasty. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. So if you get yourself in the top ten, you have been afforded the gloss of a double elimination status. Yep. But if you're in the red, eleven and below, you are bleep fucked. Thank you. So there you go. Okay, Ramfins. That's my team. The coolest logo in FPF. No, you keep saying yes, that. Yes, it is, man. Can we get the logo, no, please? No, it's not. It's fine. Look it's at the logo. It's fine. It's the coolest even, logo. Even the the Zoom fan in, that was supporting there, with indicating to you that they're not twins. The I know, Domin- I thought they were twins. The they look alike, though. The Dominion brothers. They are, look alike, man. I was like, man, these twins, man. It's even like, she said, it's not the, the best. That's not the best I don't image. Also, just to put it out there, a dolphin with horns sounds terrifying. Like, I would not want to have a boat. It is the coolest logo in FPF history. No, it's not worth zooming in. Yes, it is. No, you know what's worth, though? Grapes at Super C. How much are you going for right now? 167. Oh, wow. Look at that logo, man. How cool is that logo? Look at that, man. Teal horns? Nah. Amazing logo, guys. Congratulations. I mean, what's, so what's, for context, Mo's a Raiders fan, and their logo sucks. So I can <laughs> oh, understand yeah, why yeah, this yeah. is way better. From a, from a letter G. Yeah, good job. Okay, uh, Ramfins, 2-1. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like they're, they're on the rise. I really believe they're on the rise. They won the— I know, but I'm seeing now they're on the rise that they're going to become a legitimate team that's oh. going to get better and better. They're going to continue to get better and better. they're in be- Tier 4. I know, but from where they were last year— but they won Div Div E. But no one thought they would win Div E. Okay, wait, wait, wait. I'm gonna I'm gonna TV time out this for a second. They did win Div E. Yeah. But their opponent was playing with five players for half the game. Right. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And frankly, yeah, I don't know close. if the Ramfins' offense was all that good. Had there been I, six on six, I think that wouldn't have been the same. Well, and I think also now. they got some matchups against other teams that were also down players in key moments because of vacations or injuries it's or whatever, what if, right? It's a what if. So, yes, they won, but I think to Mo's point, no, I'm not going to say they didn't deserve to win because that's not what I'm getting at. Well, that's not but his point either. <laughs> I think his point of improvement yeah. since last season has shown itself yeah, this year. So the they're on the rise, man. That's, they're not the same things. Yes, they improved since game one of the spring season. But they're not on the rise in tier four. They're one of the they're one of the top two or three teams in the division. They should be, but I think they are the team to watch out for. I think they're going to be. I, I scored out the game on Sunday. Uh huh. They already lost the game. Yeah, whatever. Don't worry about it. It's not the traditional win loss format to here. The Vikings. Game. Ugh. Whatever. Who who they got? Uh, cool. Cam Akers. So it's pretty good for them. Uh, it's going to help the T four T four team. But okay, look. The the reality is that. I think that in this division here, they have a good defense. They have the chemistry now in place. And they're ready to really become an established name moving forward here in this division and beyond. I think they're a team to watch out for for the next couple of years. And this is the window. They could get to the Final Four. They can get themselves to the Final again and maybe win another championship or two along the way. B- losing to Skull worries me a little bit. Skull are actually not a bad uh, flag football team. Yeah. But... Eagle? No. What? No, I'm not doing that. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> but they put up only six points against threat level midnight in their first game that I score kept. Uh, so 
while they look competent in 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 routes and the playbook and and everything, they all, they were only able to put up six. So for them to score twenty one on Ramfins doesn't necessarily support your theory of the the great Ramfin defense. Um, though I do tend to agree that they are, and I said it previously, they are probably a top three team in 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 tier four. There are two teams I'd like to just bring up as a question mark that uh-huh. are currently not doing so well in their first couple of games. Who day? Who day and Win Diesel. Now Who day? Yeah. I'm going to describe this as a half rebuild because a lot yeah. of the players from last season are not there, and so they're figuring stuff out, including the quarterback. Exactly. Yeah, w- so, is so. that is that uh, a positive that the quarterback's not there because he did not have a good spring season? I mean. Tom Gatehouse was fine. I wouldn't yeah. say it's really? all his... L- look at the points for that he had fine. for day. He was fine. You're putting it's up three great. scores a game. It's you want to do four. He's fine. Average, yeah. But in comparison, they're not doing much better, right? So, okay. 12, they're going to take some time here. to figure out their roster, figure out how they want to approach it, who's going to be a QB full-time, etc. I'm sure yeah. that's something that they're going to figure out. The other team is Win Diesel. 0-2, oh yeah. yeah. 26.4. Are they in the same boat where it's also like a pseudo-rebuild, essentially? Because there's a lot of new faces well, on who's, this roster. Who's QB? Who is QB? For Win Diesel. It is Will Sebeck. That's, that's very surprising. Right? Like, very surprising that they're 0-2. But that's what I mean. So you can make an argument of like, okay, a well, lot look of the who team they, is who new. Who did they lose to? Lost oh. to Pastor Rabiat? Yeah, and only flags. Only but flags. by a lot. 40 to 14? Yeah, I would have. I would have thought that game would have been like thirty to twenty-eight. But guess who they, they play on Thursday? Yeah, that's why. That's that's the game that's interesting to uh, me, right? Win Diesel versus Hude. I mean, my give me Win Diesel, you know, for our games of the week a little, uh, little coming up uh, later in the show. Well, but we have to introduce that segment, Nikki, one thing at a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. don't worry. You slowly introduce, quickly introducing uh, a segment here. Um, yeah, I mean. Give me Win Diesel. They're just more experienced at the quarterback position. Uh, that just that alone is is enough. I, I don't need to give any other reason. Yeah, I think I think Win Diesel will sort itself out. Hude, when I saw that record, I was like, "Ooh, my God! What happened to this team? They 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 they've gone lower than regression over here. Like, what's lower than a regression? Like abyss? No, the abyss is a hole. Yeah, they're in a black hole right now. So that's lower than the regression. They've regressed, but are they? In the abyss now, so they're they they they're in the well, they're deep in the well. I can't get out. There's they're literally surviving the well with no uh, life jacket in the well. Okay, but in this division, where as you made the point before, there's a lot of new teams, a lot of unknown teams. Yeah. Do we have an idea of who these unknown teams are? Eagle, uh, um, peas. I mean, peas. Oh, uh, Izzy. Yeah. Izzy. Man, do we Izzy. miss Izzy? Yeah, Izzy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Is there a team that we're circling as an unknown that could be a surprise and get themselves into that double elimination side of the bracket? Uh, let's see. Salt and Peppa, uh, 45 points in two games is not bad. So, to what, averaging 22 and a half. Who's a quarterback? Kyle Fulkerson, seven TDs, one INT. That, that's, to me, uh, an unknown. And do I know? And Mathieu Lafonsoon is well known in, uh, in now in the FPF uh, lower divisions. Uh, so he he watched for him to be one of the either two way players or a wide receiver candidate of the year. Uh, so yeah, uh, already f- uh, like if you're putting at least three scores, four scores a game, that's good. That's that's good. So salts and pepper for me. Um, pack a punch. They, they played. Played a game. 
No, they played last season under Area 69. Oh, I apologize. It's Area 69. I apologize. Yeah. I thought, uh, yeah, you're right. My bad. I apologize that they're a new team, Pack a Punch. Yeah. Just look at the roster right now. They have a team picture and everything. Yeah, I know. Ready up. Yeah. Good job. Where did that team picture there? Yeah. It's just, you just see the all all the limbs. That's fine. That's yeah, okay. fine. Uh, Shats Rats. It's also not a new team. It's just Felix Boutet at quarterback. Oh, sure. Holy cow. Yeah. But but um, to be fair, there's sure there's um uh my god. Oh, there's Tyler Stewart on the roster. No. Oh, chat rat. Uh, this is the Save That's a Horse. Same. Save a Horse team from two Fall Cup seasons ago. Yeah. But what so happens when you save a horse? You ride a cowboy. Okay, cowboy. Mo, do you understand that expression? No. I I believe it. We went over this. <laughs> two, Did we? Two years ago. Yeah, like I can remember what happened two weeks yeah, ago. I do. Yeah, you remember everything. This guy, this guy's <laughs> telling Peace and I, remember the episode you guys did in 2017, <laughs> spring season, week four? Yeah, we do. No. Yeah, you guys were in, uh, you know, uh, the armpit, Cage. The armpit of Montreal. Yeah, we're in Sportier Cage. Yeah, yeah, of course. The only thing I remember from Sportier Cage is, is Eagle leaving the show to go do Pokemon uh, chases. I, there was something outside, and I had to go get it. Okay? Yeah, he legit left the show. <laughs> oh, yeah, that one. I do remember that one. He legit left the show. <laughs> and then you you were just saying that he went out to go get Pokemon. Pokemon. <laughs> and he legit left the show. And then when, once we were done the show, he still went to go chase Pokemon along the way. <laughs> is it still popular doing that chase? I mean, it's still making millions of dollars. Is it? Oh, yeah. my God, really? Well, Blake Martinez, right? He, uh, former NFL player, has his Pokemon collection. I believe it. Yeah, he's yeah. very popular with that one. Is there? Mo doesn't have hobbies, so he doesn't know what we're talking about. No, I like to read. I like to read. I like to read some <laughs> you can't read. See here, it says Adidas. <laughs> <laughs> I taught him that. Okay there, Kanye. All right. <laughs> Big game, though, Thursday. Salt uh, and Pepper are actually playing right now. Are they really? Yes, and we cut off their limbs. You see? Who did that picture? Scorekeeper. Okay, perfect. Okay, Thursday game. Save the turf tools and make her on. Uh, big game. Uh, okay, yeah, top two. Uh, top two teams. Yeah. Uh, early clash here. Both undefeated now in this situation. Yeah. So I'd save the turf tools play already. They look pretty good. Look more composed um, in terms of what they've built up. Uh, make her on. I am looking at this team here. Yes. I don't know what to expect from them in terms of how they'll face a team like Save the Turf Tolls on Thursday That's in a, Laval. It's a tough ask. Look, their first two games, 47-8 and 26-0. Uh, the 26 nothing coming against Meat Lovers, who are struggling on offense, but are experienced to the game, at least uh, in a couple players. Uh, and then 47-8 to eight, uh, over a new team in Leos. So it was fairly clear to me that this team has played flag before. Um, but not to the extent of what Save the Turf Tolls present as a matchup. Uh, to me, if you, ha- I, I, I think they'll keep it close, which is saying a lot for Megaron. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if I had to guess a score here, I'd say 30, 31 to 27. You know, we're trying to save this, the, the prediction. It's fine. It's games of the week. Yeah, we're trying to save the score predictions afterwards, though. Yeah, 31, maybe even 27 is a lot, maybe 24. Okay, so see the turf tolls. Uh, score kept their game. Uh, what was I? I did it. What was it? Uh, Mary Vick last week. Uh-huh. I score kept the other one, so we saw right. both of their games. Uh-huh. Right. They played Bloodline uh, that game. That oh, I they saw. must have crushed them. They destroyed them. Yes. It wasn't even close. Uh, Vincent Chung is going to be unique in this game. I think he's got to win it, not with his arm, 
about with his legs. Both. The reason why I say his, his legs is that he's got to keep that opposing defense honest in how they go with their pass coverage against this team. Because, look, say the Turtles don't have burners. They're, they're not a burning team. They're not going to 40 bomb it with speed. Mm-hmm. They like working the middle part of the field. They like working the sidelines and using that combination here. Yeah. If Chunk could get, I don't know what I'm holding the wall for. I don't know. If Chunk Stefano Berardi uh, yeah, yeah, is exactly. coming, exactly. he might he might he might tear down he the, the, the wall. <laughs> if, if Chunk could get, you know, five ten yards per carry, I'm not saying he's got to carry ten times. I'm saying like for the times he does run, if he can get ten yards, if he can get five yards, whatever it is, yeah, it just puts the season down. Like, listen, guys, we cannot give him the run because if they do it opens up the passing game a lot more for him to get it to his pass catchers mm-hmm. out there so mm-hmm. i think the legs will be key for chung to win this football game okay that's my that's my view in that game all right on to tier two. Oh, tier two very fun to, uh tier in uh in this year's falls cup wait we're falls going tier cup. two tier yeah, two yeah tier two we're not doing uh you said to mix them up. I said we're gonna mix them up, guys. <laughs> All right, it's fine. Oh, there's a reason why. What tier? What, Eagle. What's, what's Eagle. The issue what tier? Why not go three? Okay, we'll go three. three. We'll go. No, three. we can do them in order. No, it's no, fine. no, we'll go three. We'll go three. No, tier three. Let's go tier three. No, no, we're gonna do two. We're gonna do two. We're gonna do two. Do tier three. Yeah, we'll do two. All right, tier three. Surprise by Blue Jays own two. We're on tier two. Two tier. Are you surprised by Blue Jays own two stars so far? Tier two. Tier two. They're not playing in tier two. Tier three. We're going tier three. Tier three. You upset each other. Now I have to deal with this. Man, do I miss peas. Uh, uh, 0-2 star for Blue Drive. Oh, really? Are you surprised by this? Yeah, absolutely. That was one of the teams that made it to the uh, semifinals. Yeah, Final Four. Final Four in Division D2. Uh, very surprising that uh, they're 0-2. Now, given their opponents, I know one of them was Joe's Panini. If I'm not mistaken, uh, this this past week, right? Yeah, they they I scored up their game week one. Uh huh. Which was against uh, Joe's Panini. Oh, Joe's Panini. Yeah, week one. Yeah. And then they lost to Lightwork. Both of them very close games, mind yes. you. Yeah. But oh, I was gonna say the same score. They both let up 32 points uh, to lose uh, both of those games. Those are those are two of the be- better teams though in the division, right? Joe's Panini and Lightwork. Lightwork. Uh, with Tyler Havlina at quarterback, uh, but with Michael Kazaka um, and uh, and company, one of the uh, multiple players from that team that have played in Tier 2 in Division 3 or 4 right. of, of FPF. Uh, so that those are two teams that are very good in the division, and they, were, they lost by converts, essentially. Right. Right. So, yes, surprise... Just in general, uh, it might hurt their chances at catching uh, a double elimination spot just because there's only eight games, right? This is yeah. a smaller sample size. So they only have six games left. There's only 12 more points out there for them to grab. And with so many teams, uh, only 10 making the, the double elimination upper bracket, that's going to be tough. Uh, you're going to have... Teams that are seven and three, uh, I always say seven and three, but I mean, uh, maybe, y- y- sure, seven and one or or, or six and two, that are going to be right on that cusp of nine, ten, eleven, and it's going to come down to points against. So already falling down zero and two is is yeah. not is 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 a tough start 
Really, it's that comparable of the NFL 0-2 start. So to remind everyone who haven't been following any of the other segments, the top 10 teams will get the upper bracket and therefore the double elimination side of the bracket, which means if you lose a game, in player playoffs, if you lose a game, you drop down to the lower bracket. Anyone under 10th place, so 11-21, you're a one-and-done scenario here. So you play a game. If you lose, you go home. Thank you. Goodbye. So you definitely want to finish top 10. That is the cutoff to give yourself a little bit of extra hope in case something goes wrong along the way. Okay. So Blue Dry, their, their race tracks can become a little bit smaller now. Like They have to make a – got to put together a run now. They get into double yeah. elimination, double elimination, right? Yes, they yes, yes, that. yes, yeah. Double elimination here. Um, but speaking of teams, uh, Ryan Garber, Trap Stars. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a turbulent run at quarterback last winter season, was it? Or was it spring season? Where so winter in Div 3. Yeah, which, that's where he had struggles. Which he then gave the reins over to, to, Dylan, uh, to Dylan Garber. The backup quarterback's always the hero, right? Right. And last season also struggled in Division C. Yes. 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 Uh, so, yeah, lost the game to Green Munch and didn't punch their ticket to the playoffs. Right. So, could he re- rediscover his magic in this division and become the quarterback that he was before the uh, turbulence that he went through earlier in the calendar year? Well, Mo, what's your best? What is a player's best ability? It's not inability. Eagle, what is a player's best ability? In FPF, I don't know. And no, just in anyone's any sports player's best ability being injury free, Avail- confidence, availability. Yeah, availability. I mean, also yeah. That. And he wasn't there yesterday, so oh. yeah, he wasn't. He was not there. Uh, so it's tough to get better when you're not getting the reps. Um, but your question overall, uh, from the as an entire season standpoint, uh, he did what he needed to do to best a rough. Rude boys uh, defensive squad uh, coming away with a victory there, um, but wasn't there yesterday in uh, and handed the ball off over to uh, to Cooper Young, who got injured unfortunately in the in the game and they had to quasi forfeit in the middle of the game. That's why you have a weird score line there. Right. Uh, I'll get to Rude Boys in a couple of seconds here because I score kept their game uh-huh. uh, the other day. Uh, but I, I think Garber will find, if he's there, and if it's full commitment, if he plays the rest of the way, I think he does find his rhythm. Yep. And I think he regains his com- confidence um, back because he did not look like the quarterback uh, that was the pinnacle of of his peak powers of in that division that he was in, that right. where he dominated. Like he had the swagger. He had the confidence, the bravado to be uh, one of the elite quarterbacks for that division at the time. Right, but now we're we're talking. You're talking 2020. That's Division Six, and then he moved up probably to Division Five. But I'm talking about in 2022, where we, when we came back from from you know COVID 19. Oh yeah, he had a good run. Yes, he had a really right. good run. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. He you're had a really right. Good run. It's yep. that, and then he lost it because it went up in weight class. The, he, the windows are tighter. The the, the speed yep. of the game is a lot faster. The the, the players a lot bigger. More complex defenses that he sees. Yeah, your players can't get as yeah. many yak yards, right? And I think for trap stars, just to uh, piggyback, uh, pick, um, pick off your point here about commitment, that's another thing for trap stars. This is a team that they have their core, but the core wasn't there. Like Kyle Oberfeld wasn't there for every game, right? right? Yep. Like certain yep. guys weren't there every game, right? Cooper yep. Young, I know, got himself hurt, but like they didn't have the consistent roster required to develop that that 
ability to say, hey, you know what? It's to improve as a unit. Yeah, and yeah. it's become second nature, right? It's almost telepathy that we're on the field. Yeah. So I think that's going to be key for them in trying to get themselves back to that pantheon of teams that are favorite to win this division. They, too, played tonight against uh, Rico Riders. Oh, there you go. Rico Riders a good team as well. Um, okay, so Rude Boys. Yeah. Are, they, are they rude? I know. They're, they're in trouble. Are they rude? No, they're, they're good guys. Good, okay. good guys. Okay. They are in trouble because quarterback play is going to be, as is for any other team, is going to be key for them, right? Rafa Bastagian, who we know very well. You um, know. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Eagle knows to an extent. Played with the Wolverines back in the day. and right. The young guy now in his prime. He struggled because, look, they play Team Sexy. And yeah. I, I told Team Sexy I was going to talk about them today because, you know, it was one of those games where you look at the first drive – Team Sexy throws an INT. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, okay, maybe Rude Boys are going to win this football game and, and run it. And they ran it on these guys. And our boy, Sam Anastopoulos. Yeah. The Greek freak. The Greek freak was a chief destroyer on defense. He won the game for Team Sexy in the second half. INTs, pick six, PDs, mm-hmm. a tackling machine. I know we spoke about him that he's on the rise, but this guy yep. is now. This is his platform. And, oh, okay. And we're now oh, you're you're saying he's award winner candidate. He for... could be in that conversation, my friend. Okay. He could be in that conversation. I just think for on the flip side for, for Rude Boys, they got to figure out a, a playbook because yeah, Rafa Bastagian is a is an excellent athlete, but yes, he's got it. I know they they they, they told me uh, Arto Kachikian, who I know very well, the captain of the team. He told me like, we want to move up every year. That's that's pretty. Jump. That's a pretty big jump, right? It's, like it's, it's not tough. easy. It's not easy, right? But Rafa Bastard has got to become a better quarterback. Like you're saying, like what he's saying by saying that is that next year they want to be in Div Four. Yeah, in theory. That they'll go zero and ten. They'll go. They'll go zero twenty. Um, like he can't make passes. He's got to make throws. The the stats support it. He's throwing under fifty percent completion percentage. He has the lowest quarterback rating from the top fourteen quarterbacks. Uh, 11 TDs, 6 INTs, so 2 to 1 ratio there. Now, and this is something David DeAndrade and I, I said that weird, David DeAndrade, uh, and I have noticed is that a lot of interceptions being thrown in, in Tier 3 right now by quarterbacks. But still, to if you're putting up the touchdowns that come with the interceptions, I'm, I'm okay, I'll live with that. Um, 11, 11 to 6 is not a good ratio. And he's just too predictable in that every second play or third play he's going to run. Yeah, it, so. and that's what it became. Like, every second play they ran. And yeah. and Team Sex knew it. And they just they legit took away that pipeline and made him into a passer. And they just couldn't keep up. And their defense is good, Rude Boys. I think yes, they, have a, they yeah. have a really good defense. Yep. They, and Because uh, Arto Kachikian, former CFL player, won a great cup with the Ottawa Red Blacks in 2016. He has them in the right positions. But if they want to take that next step, Rafa Bastagio's got to be a much better quarterback than what yeah. he is showing. And I think like he's regressed, even from the playoff loss that they had in the spring season to where they are now. It's like, man, like, dude, you got to take the next step, bro. He yeah. hasn't. Yeah. He hasn't yet, man. So It I'm takes gonna, time, to be fair. It does it, take time. It, it takes two full seasons. So that last year was his first one back. So give him the end of the season and yeah. let's see. Let's, you know, bring that conversation back in uh, week eight or nine. Absolutely. Let's go on to t- Tier 2 now. Could you do Tier 2 now? Eagle? No, we can do Tier 2. Oh, yeah. excellent. Yay! Yay! Yay. Woo! Let's go in. 
Diggle. Diggle. <laughs> this, and this is going to be on Instagram. Diggle. <laughs> now you know what the clips are going to be. Yeah. And then we're going to get a call from the, the suits. Guys, uh, uh, was there flies in the... In the, in the, in the <laughs> there uh, actually are. There are actually flies. Guys, Which, like, I don't know where they're from, though. Guys, uh, you don't clean up, like, guys, like, uh, you don't clean up, and, and guys, there's, there's probably cup cups from, from, like, August, you know, guys, like, uh, clean up after yourself, right? Like, I mean, there uh, were some cherry uh, blasters, but those well, are finished I, now. I think, guys, like, at the end of the day, sugar lingers, right? This oh, I need to... I'm very happy to announce that there are now Skittles gummies available in Canada. Oh, God. <gasps> I am very happy. Those are the ones you brought back oh, last time, Oh, my goodness. Right? Yes. 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 Do, you know, do, do you know what we have coming up in October? We got the Halloween <laughs> show, baby. It is, man. <laughs> but you know what they did now? Before we get to Tier 2, and I want to go off course. Full-size chocolate bars? No. Uh-huh. like These bleeping supermarkets, yeah. Provigo, IGA, Super yeah. C, Maxi, yes, the, the, yes, the yes. established names here. Yes. They've jacked up the prices well, like everything. on Halloween candy for kids. Like and shrinkflation, like, too. You know, yeah, like yeah. Everything. So so f- picture this, right? Yeah. A box w- of 50. Were they both butt naked? A box of 50 now. A 50 <laughs> Smarties. Uh, a box of 50, yeah. A Smarties, Kit Kat, Kit Kat the, coffee the mix. Crisp, coffee yeah. crisp, exactly. Goes for $15. Yeah, oh. it used to be like 12 or something, no. right? No. They were eight ninety nine last year. Okay, but on sale or beforehand? Regular. Mm, I, I know because I buy it every year for the kids. <laughs> I know. So so now what they do is that now. And I'm the candy connoisseur, apparently. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've been buying it for the last five years straight, and right. I've been eating them for the past five years straight. Exactly. And he's paying. <laughs> exactly. But the point is that they're gouging the kids for candy anyway. Eagle, they're gouging for, for candy. Well, they're right gouging now. the parents. I mean, I don't buy them clearly. <laughs> I'm buying you one. Thank you. We have so, to yes. do the Arush challenge, eh? <laughs> A roof challenge. Yeah, back. You gotta go to the. But the thing is, I have to build up my my tolerance for food again because I I went like a very minimal carbs in the summertime, so I may not last for like one. I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Tier two. Tier two. Tier two. Look at the playoff format for tier two. Seventeen teams in the tier. Top eight is the cutoff for the fun bracket. The bottom bracket is the bracket of hell. It is in red. Okay, so just to clarify, if you are in yellow. You have double elimination status. Correct. Yeah. If you're in red, you have single elimination status. Correct. So you're not afforded a loss and you can come back. You lose in the red, you're done. That is right. Yep. Now, I'm going to ask this question out loud. Yes. Tier three and four had 21 teams oh, so you and 10 it. teams made it. You this is 17 it and eight. Say it louder, please. Is, which one is going to get harder louder. to make the you double say loud. Is it... 8 of 17 or 10 of 21, especially given the quality of the teams that are in Tier 2. I think this is harder. I was just going to say, I'm like, that's not a lot of teams that get double elimination. No, but that that just signifies the representation of the quality of who's getting double elimination. Yes, yes, right? Yeah. I I think 8 of 17 is harder than 10 of 21. I think the race for 8 is going to be unique. I think that the cutoff for number 8 could be 5 wins. Yeah. Maybe maybe six, but yeah, probably five. Five, yeah. five, five could be enough yeah. if five could be enough if provided you have tiebreaker. Like, because I think it'll be multiple five-one teams, but it's a question and, of well, already the tiebreaker. There's so many ties already in tier two. Like Arush, stop tying your games. Like, go for the win or go go for the loss. Yeah, a tough loss though on Tuesday night. Oh, they did at Maryvick, yeah. Tuesday, yes or yesterday. Yeah. So like two days ago from when people were. That's why I say the day, not yesterday, because this is yes. not a yes. set time show yes. here. 
So uh, quickly, what was uh, what was that game? I don't know. I was, I was on field two. I was oh. just on field three. They lost big two. No, they didn't lose big. They lost by one point. Yeah, to game tough loss. Yeah. Oh, yeah. tough loss. Okay. Tough loss. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, but this tough this loss can mean m- many things. Yes, yeah, can mean be. like oh, that was a tough loss. Like they got blown out. No, you see, they got blown out. Yeah. Um, or you know, they lost six to twenty-six. Uh, but I think five could be enough. But if you have tiebreakers, I think that'd be more than enough. Right. You know. So well, right I'm now curious about Voodoo in this division. Oh. They're the one team yeah. that stands out to me, yeah. which I'm I'm happy for actually. Yeah. Right, that they're challenging themselves. And if there is a year to do it, this is the year because Fall Cup is always the experiment year. Let's call yes, it. Yeah. So kudos to them for challenging themselves. But ooh, this is a tough yeah. division for them. It's yeah. not like Frank K will always say we're we're one year one year on one year off type of team. Like the years that they're off, they're completely off. But when they're on, they're a fun team. They make playoffs. They're competitive, and they lose after two rounds. But you look at the roster that they have, and you know the, the it's a decent roster. Well, the cast of characters are familiar, right? Uh, Martin Bergeron. Frank K, Kevin, Kevin Marcel, Angelo Morelatos. Morelatos has been a recent addition. Patrick Seymour is a guy that has been staple. Yeah. staple Pio de Jusac, yeah. Pio, yeah, exactly. Rob White. Rob White's back, man. Look at that. Eh? Yep. So they're not, they're not really the more more of the uh, youngish freshman type of team here. They're more of the uh, YMCA Sunday afternoon type but of But their system has always worked that way, right? It's I'm not going to call it dink and dunk, but it's layers. It drives and everything. It extends stuff. It's this that... This is one of those divisions yeah. where you can easily put up points, and then the moment you fall behind, it's very You're hard done. to catch up without yeah. a massive defensive stand. And I just don't think this roster is going to be able to do that very often, right? Yeah. Patrick Demont, great defender, won multiple uh, either two ways or defender titles in the past and yeah. everything. But can he carry this D by himself? Probably not. Can Kevin Marshall is a rusher carry it from a sack perspective? Probably not. So they're going to need help along the way, and their schedule is tough. It's not too bad. I mean, st- still CRA, they could be. Yeah, that's win. competitive because that's, that's another team that's yeah, 55, a little 45, 60, 40 type of thing here, percentage points. Uh, Stoics, uh, you know, Stoics is a good team. Yeah. But you never know with, with C-Rev, right? I mean, Beer Belly Brigade, they're getting back into rhythm. They had a lost year in spring season with their quarterback being out for the season. No, they look they look right back yeah. on target uh, against Dirty Birds. The boys they're are back, uh, question mark. You know, uh, you know, are they, though? Exactly, they lost sixty-three to eighteen. Right, so maybe that's that could be the play for them, right? Dirty Bears, no, they won't touch them. Dime Bougie, they won't touch. Yeah, two wins, but mm. but here's the thing, though, they get in the playoffs, though. Yeah, yep. takes takes one run, right, in that format that we have. So, so we'll see what happens, though, with them. Okay, um, Sir William Power. Yep. Uh, like we know, he's a great receiver. We're seeing him play more quarterback now than before. Is this his coming out party as a quarterback with fins up? For sure, absolutely. He's going to show what he uh, his him and his what used to be a sixty six quarterback rating, which has now uh, finally somewhat been adjusted to now a, a seventy one. Uh, it's still a very good uh, good cap hit for uh, for fins up here. But yeah, putting up uh, forty seven against again uh, what we were talking about in the voodoo defense. Uh, not going to be the best of defenses, but he's his and his defense is, is going to give up, give him the ball in scoring position positions many many games as well. So he's uh, he's going to be top five in touchdowns, and I'll say top seven in yards, just because the the defense will give him the ball back in short fields. So uh, top five 
prediction uh, top five in touchdowns and top seven. He's I'm, I'm going to ask a question here. Yes. And Pease is not going to like it because effectively oh this is the Hot Sauce Sports roster. That's right. Except yeah. Sans Pease and with Marvin Steinberg and Will Power goes from receiver to QB. Let's, let's put on a little uh, alternate universe theory. And little Lorenzo doesn't show up, right? So Pease is back on this roster. <laughs> is he doing better or worse than Will Power's going to do this season with the same team? Because they're running effectively the same playbook, right? Very similar, yep. Yeah, so, so I'm going to be honest. There's a lot more horsepower on this roster with, without Pease, right? And I think Pease will admit that. Like, yeah, this is a, a much better roster from what's on it. And when you look at Sterling Power at that position – I saw him play quarterback in tier one, uh, replacing yeah. uh, Stephen Harpersod, and yeah. he won. Yeah. I'm more than convinced now that he can put up, as you said before, like you said top seven, top six numbers. I think it'd be top five numbers. And the keys. I, I said top five in, in touchdowns. But you said top seven, though, right? In yards. In yards, right? Just because the defense is going to give him short fields. Right. But so he's, he's not going to get 40, right? It's not like he's, he's not going to get 40. He's going to get like 25 yard touchdown drives instead of 40. Okay, in that sense. But I, I think he'll be top five in every stat. Yeah. Including yeah. yards. And with this team here, and again, you know, Marvin on the team. James Langshaw, who who he has a great chemistry yeah, with. Yeah. Dondre Borden is fantastic. Yeah, this is a very good roster. It's a it's an incredible roster. Yeah. And I just think, you know, he's gonna put up numbers and his next two games are pretty much home field games for him at Loyola. He lives like five minutes away from Loyola. Does, yeah. So he should put up even bigger numbers. A home, home field advantage. Yeah, the power found would come out, right? And support him on on Thursday and Sunday coming up here. So yeah, I, I think he's gonna be great and I think he's gonna put up major numbers and he's gonna be Unfortunately, his quarterback cap is going to go a little higher yeah. come winter season. And is, uh, is Agatha going to be there? Who? Agatha Power. Sure. Absolutely. Right, absolutely. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Ooh. I knew it. I called it. Yeah. <laughs> of course. This is, the, is there a grasshopper uh, cricket? Okay, uh, Dirty Birds played infantry. Uh, that was a good one. Uh, your thoughts on that game? Uh, were you there? <laughs> I was on the other field. <laughs> I was on the. You should have played that. Uh, I was on the other field. Uh, so I I caught the. There was a bit of confusion at Laval last night. So uh, I caught the first twenty minutes, say of it. Mm. Um, but these were two undefeated teams doing battle. Um, Dirty Birds have looked insane the first two. Uh, the first two weeks, but didn't necessarily play one uh, one of the tougher defenses in what uh, the infantry posed. And Quay Johnson finally uh, came back to life. Yeah, four four and four, right? Yeah. TD to INT, yeah. uh, not great. Moving the ball, of course, uh, and doesn't have to be perfect on most nights because he has th- like three Division One receivers <laughs> yeah. on this team because he can afford it with the cap hits, but. Uh, so he, he can let his stars do do the work, but in a more cohesive and strong defense, uh, he got intercepted four times, and that was very likely the difference in this game, and it was still a five-point game. And infantry added some firepower, man. Andrew Grant. Yeah, the speedster. He's got bravado. He's got the confidence. He's got the arrogance. He believes he'll never be beaten on defense. And you bring him on board, that's massive. You already have Mike Collard, Dylan Dau, Roy Smirgen as well as on the roster. 
that's a hell of a team. Zach yep. Stacy, I know, was growing, taking the step up in weight class for divisions. Yeah. But this was a great game for him. It's a. I was thinking about this today. It's an amazing game for him. Yeah. He's going up against a Division One defense with Quay Johnson, James O'Han, James Tyrell, Justin Blackie, all on defense. Mm-hmm. These are okay. Justin Blackie's Division Three, good. Division Four, good. Still good. But Division One guys. Yeah. Yeah, but also look who he's throwing to. Rory Thmerji. I don't and Dylan care. Dello, it's Andrew Division Grant. One defense. Fair. But if there's anyone who's going to bail you out, if you need a bailout, it's those guys. Too. No, but he was making the throws. I, he was, I mean, he is, but I'm saying, like, yeah, if yeah, there yeah, are yeah. tight throws and everything, they'll you. help you, right? Right, yeah. right? yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. But, like, I was seeing some of the throws, and these were going through tight, tight windows. Mm-hmm. So kudos to Zach Stacy for pulling out uh, a five point victory over what's really a tier one, almost almost a tier one team. So is there is there an established tier two team that's going to struggle that we know, uh, whether it could be Stoics, Arouche? Um, kiss my in-laws. Sorry, Eagle. Oh, sorry, know. Yeah, sorry. Uh, Why you call me Eagle? You call me Peas? I know. Diamond Bougie. Junkyard Dogs, maybe. Uh, they didn't have a great spring season. No, uh, but they won last night. Yeah. Or t- on Tuesday. But is there is there a team that you think, hey, you know what? They're going to have a bit of a tough time getting to the top eight. Um, An established team? I think Ambush. Uh, as really? much as I lo- I really like the Ambush uh, Division B uh, team, that team lost a lot of uh, a lot. So two things are contributing to this, right? They lost uh, a lot of players because they're playing, uh, say, Rory Sumergen on on other teams on the infantry. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Ben McMahon's quarterback cap hit using the QB flex is costing them twenty four and a half points on the cap. Yes. So that's massive now. They did bring in some lower-rated uh, players that are that are really good, but they're are they as good, you know, against uh, some of these? They're just not as good as the ambush team from Division B. That's because of the cap, right? Like, yeah. It's well, just the, the, dude the flex cap, business. yeah, and and because players are playing on other teams, right? Yeah. So no, so you think you think Ben McMahon throwing? Who do you think of? You think James Drysdale not on the team? You think ambush, you think, oh, the Submergent Brothers. Well, they're on the infantry, or at least right. Rory is. Right. So this, I, while, no, they, they didn't get a win. They lost to, that's what she said, and tied against, what would have been, a Stoics or a Roosh? It must have been a Roosh. Uh, ambush, I thought a Roosh. A Roosh. So that's a team that, uh, you know, a Ben McMahon-led team and his normal roster, I'm like, oh, they, they have a Roosh by 10 points. Yeah. And I saw a tie, so I'm like, oh, okay, you know, maybe either discrediting Arush a little bit, uh, but 41-41. Ah, I also remember, I was going to say Arush, but they added perhaps, or at least he played against Ambush, uh, Guillaume Bella. Yeah, so that's, that's right. Yeah, that's, yeah. They that had the, they, but you see, they had the cap space to afford it because that was a, essentially a Tier 3 team of last year. Uh, played Division Four, maybe five. Uh, I believe Division Four yeah. in, in the in the winter, but yeah. didn't play in the spring season. So they had some cl- cap flexibility and were able to bring on for the season? Question mark. We don't know. Uh, Guillaume Bella. Uh, anyways, my answer is uh, ambush. Okay, ambush is a good, a good circling of who may have difficult. As well, it's just yeah. As good as Ben McMahon is, I, I'm not sure it's the strongest of rosters right. for uh, Tier Two. Tier One. And um, I got a message from our good friend, Daniel Lazara, Danny boy. Oh, 
he he goes. I didn't see the score because I I was getting ready for the day, and he goes. He was, uh, he was putting up mm, the points on the sp- for the spread. Yes, yeah. He goes, me, uh, bro. You see the score? Uh, and I thought, okay, I thought what went through my mind is okay. Either it was it was a close game that they lost, controversial. He's gonna tell me what happened, right. or they won big time. It was right. latter than the former. Yeah. The correct response is new phone. Who dis? <laughs> it would be funny, yeah. But <laughs> but uh, anyway, they take out CFB big time. Like a no mas ending to this game, right? Of of what was it forty two eighteen? It was forty eighteen. Yeah, forty eighteen. Yeah, sorry, forty eighteen. Um. Massive statement for four five zero ballers, or did CFB not care about this game? Don't we say this every year about the Braves that they kind of lull it, especially now in the Fall Cup where you don't need to uh, full effort. No, you don't need to uh, make a certain get a certain number of points to be playoff eligible and not fall uh, off off the uh, the playoff dotted line, as you love to say. Um, I think this version of Braves though is going to be different because yeah. Yeah. if you like okay just look at the two rosters right obviously because it's tier one and the capo is what it is so you can't run your usual rosters which are hitting the you know five forty five fifty range yeah. or whatever it is so you have to skimp down if you look at Lazara's roster on this one or yeah. anything for four five zero it's a lot of names he's already familiar with right and it's, it's people he's always played with boys. and it still fits yeah. This roster that the cap-friendly Braves swap up with, I don't know if this is their full one or if there's going to be people that just couldn't make it this game, etc. But if that's going to be it, there's a lot of key pieces that are missing from that lineup yeah. that made the Braves the Braves. So that's a little bit, not worrisome, but it's going to take some time for them to develop the chemistry that used to be just the de facto way that Braves used to play football. And I think that's the part where I'm a little bit hesitant in terms of, is this the same Braves that we're used to, or is this going to be a learning season to ramp the knowledge with some of these new pieces? Okay, so if Mike Pierce saying Phil well, on play against four five zero, they lose by how much? Uh, FC uh, CFB. Yeah, it's a one point one possession. Okay, game, so so point, yeah. we're we're automatically assuming that Pierce saying if they're on play, it's not a forty to eighteen win. It's going to be forty to thirty five, right? Something along. Okay, those lines, so sure, yeah. so if we include them in the cap friendly world. With James Drysdale, J.D. Well, Chevalier, and you say you say their names because they're on the roster. Yeah, William yeah. Trottier, right? Yeah, I think they're fine, man. Yeah, they're a good Eagle. team. If if that's the team, but yeah. I'm saying if like some weeks people are going to come, so they have to shuffle it around and everything. Like but that's always the Braves. True, but I think again it's come down to like they had, they had Izzy throw for the Braves the spring season, man. That is true. Who's Izzy? Who is Izzy? Who is Izzy? Who's he? Who's he? So. I think I think the Braves are fine. CFB is fine, right? I think it's a big boost for for yeah, four five zero for sure. Yeah. They had a terrible spring season. They oh, may, oh they my may god! Not yes. admit, they underachieved. Yeah. They were not good. They they had a lot they got of eliminated. They didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, did it? I thought they made the playoffs. No, they, they were one and done in the playoffs. They were one and done. One and done. Yeah. Right. They they made it on the last day. Right, right, right. right. Yes, because yes, yes, the yes. last day they had to yes. get some help to get in. They, which yes. they did. They got in. Right, yes, and yes, they yes. they were solidified. But yeah. you know who else is one and done? Anyone finishing seven to eleven in this division? Which we're gonna get you next point here. Yes, fish off. I want to give Dan his his due here. No, don't do that. He asked. Dang it! So, <laughs> no, but you better big. talk. About I want a million dollars, Mo. No, I'm gonna get text me. Bro. But I asked. <laughs> no, you're saying me, bro. Like you serious, bro? Like you spoke about it for like ten seconds. You so sure? I I have to text you and annoy you, and then I get a million dollars. I'm just saying he's gonna text me tomorrow morning. 
Bro, you serious? Okay, and? Like, like talk We're, more about CFB than us. Cut me a check. <laughs> ask, just ask him about his uh, DB skills. <laughs> just, just do it. But you know what, man? Like, this could be a, a, a revenge tour for him. Yeah, yeah. It could be a, a revenge tour for him. I mean, the roster is intact. Mm-hmm. You got my boy, Primetime Alexi, on this roster. Just the Cheetah. Yeah, yeah, the Cheetah. Prime, the Primetime Alexi. Yeah. Uh, they make a new nickname every year for him. Yeah, Cheetah. Daniel Wilshire is going to eventually play for this team. Um, Khalil Kerr included. I think, look, they have a good roster in place. And if they all click, I can see this team winning six to seven, seven games this year. In the opening round, uh, six and one, seven and yeah. Uh, sorry, a six and two, seven and one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think yeah. they can. Um, not many. There, I mean, the division's tough, the tier's tough, but there's not many challenges. I think that would give them issues. Right. So I think they can run it, and they can be maybe not undefeated, but I think they can, they have one loss, max two yeah. losses. Yeah. All right. Playoff format for this knockout stage is what you go. Yes. For? So exactly that. So one to six gets a double elim. In fact, one and two gets a bye, which mm, is fun. Even better. seven to eleven single elimination, which means that you have one game, and then if you lose, you're out. Mm-hmm. So uh, pro tip: you want to finish top six. Essentially, you want to finish in the yellow area of the correct, bracket, not in the red. Correct. That's pretty much about it. Simple as that. You're in the yellow. You get double elimination status. You're in red. Single elimination status. Okay. Uh, we have an old team back. Maroons 2.0. Yeah. I know it's before your time, yeah. Izzy. And I think just, I think overlap with Eagle a little bit. So many people are going to call me Izzy at the field now. I know. Uh, Iggy Magnets. It's there. Anyway, Iz. Um, I think Chad Byers. You, know you don't know what it is. Yeah, I think Chad Bars was exiting the stage and you were entering the, the really? picture. Eagle, is that true? Uh, Fall 2017 is when I started. Right, but I think Eagle and, and Oh, Chad Eagle, you're saying. Chad, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so Maroons 2.0 is back. And 2-0. Um, they're 2.0 and they're 2-0. 2-0, yes. Uh, hashtag and R has Ryan Kastner quarterback. They do. Uh, would you... I know you saw Chad Bars play. What? <laughs> Does nobody get the Princess Bride reference? No. no. Um, I know some Chad, Chad Byers play. Leave a comment in the YouTube chat if you get this. In Loyola on Sunday. Yes. Do you, do you, okay, in this situation with Chad Byers or Ryan Kastner, uh-huh. more confidence on big, on a bigger impact from Chad Byers or Ryan Kastner in tier one? For It's like Sunday, October 1st. No, I'm saying the season that they'll have. Oh, oh I teams. thought you meant in their matchup. No, no, no. I'm talking about in the season coming up. No, what like, I saw from, although I, I liked what I saw from both quarterbacks, to be honest, but Chad Byers looked legit. The throws that he was making, those were some money balls. Uh, even the interception was like a toe-top, uh, <laughs> incredible interception by Anthony Drysdale. Right. Um, yeah, give me give me uh, Chad Byers. Yeah, I, I look, I'm happy Chad's back. Um, he was, like, his history, his family tree uh, – Family of football touch players, legends, touch yeah. touch legend. His his dad, late father, is a touch legend, and he's a touch legend himself. Chad Byers, he was part of this league for a long time, then took a sabbatical for about I think four, five, six, seven years, whatever time it was. But he's found his rhythm in this division. Like it's like he's never lost a step yeah, playing in this beat, comp yeah. context of of flag football, and he's got a great rapport with his receiving core. And even when they were down to Mangoose, they came back and won that football game. Mm-hmm. And they got a big one against CFB coming up outdoors Sunday morning. Now that'll be that's gonna be great to watch. I can I cannot wait to see how he does against that team, 
and the conditions are supposed to be wet that Sunday Ooh. morning, which is not great for us. But anyway, the point is that if he can beat CFB, it really opens up that, hey, maybe it's his team, Maroons 2.0 and 4.5.0, that could be the best teams in this tier. Could be. Last but not least, Matt Kerouac. Yes. He's on KGP. He's still relevant? Yes. He subbed for KGP. Is he, is he replacing him or is he a uh, permanent sub or no? Because they don't have Crazy Gordon Mall on that roster this so far. They cup. do not, yeah. So if Matt Kerouac is a full-time member, is it upgrade or downgrade? Well, Julien Payman would be effectively the Matt Kerouac swap, right? I mean, can we say they're basically the same person? Perhaps, yes. So if Payman's not there, maybe Kerouac's there. If Kerouac's not going to be there, Payman's there. Maybe that's how that works. But does it hurt them not having Crazy Gordon Mall? Yes. Okay, perfect. I mean, who's the, who's the speedster? That's it. They don't have any speedsters in this roster. Gabe D'Amico? No. Uh, James Acker is fast. Uh, He's not Crazy Gordon Mall fast. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't. It's, it's yeah, Kerouac subbed. Uh, he, he literally said, I am subbing okay, for perfect. this game. Yeah. Excellent. But no Crazy Gordon Mall, though. It, it yeah. really hurts their dynamism to work with on offense. Uh, Cinturonic, quick shout out, Brendan Parm for following my flight path. <laughs> oh, nice. Yes. It is now time for. It is now time for Colorado. A BuzzFeed plug. Are you playing? Are you hey, FPF players. Looking to take your fitness to the next level? BuzzFit oh, Gyms has a special offer just for you. Join us today with no initiation costs. Get ready to score big in the gym and on the field. Visit us at BuzzFit Gyms and seize this exclusive deal now. Isn't that the best plug? Hey, FPFers. Yeah, we need to work on that promo. I, 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 trust I might, me. I, I, I just have to, to hit the play button. I might have to do that promo for them. No, they like it that way. Or do they? Perhaps. We will never know. Okay, We're going now to Games time for of the Week. Brought to you by... Brought to you by BuzzFit. All right. Hey, FPF players. <laughs> Looking to take your fitness to the next level? BuzzFit Gyms has a special offer just for you. Join us today with no initiation costs. Get ready to score big in the gym and on the field. Visit us at BuzzFit Gyms like and seize like this exclusive deal now. Please press one. So, yeah. so what do you have to do? You probably have to show that you're on a team, you're on a roster, probably. and that you've yeah. played a game. Yeah. Games of the week, for those who don't know this segment, we're going to go through all the games in the next week and predict them. And at the end of the season, whoever gets the worst record pays for all our food at the finals. <laughs> we haven't done that in years. I mean, Rob pays for it because he yeah, has exactly. the worst record every year. Well, of course. Um, we're going to go through week four because week three is basically done-ish. Yeah. So we're going to go through these starting in co-ed one. The IG team versus Plenty of Fish. Team Prime. Go IG team. Fit Squad, Kiss My End Zone. End Zone. Can't pick it. Fit Squad, Easy Fun. Easy Fun. Easy Fun. Deep Balls, Vultures. 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 Vultures, Kiss My End Zone. End Zone. I can't pick it. Easy Fun, the IG team. Uh, team Prime. I'll go IG team. Plenty of Fish, ball, Deep Balls. Deep Balls. <laughs> it gets you every, every time. time. <laughs> Plenty of Fish. All right. Uh, Iki, why can't you pick it for people that don't know? Oh, I'm on the team. Nah, okay. Uh, Coed 2, Predators, Free Agents. Uh, Preds. Uh, Predators. Sub-Zero, Ball Hard University. Sub-Zero. Sub-Zero. Kiss my Christmas balls. What you doing, Step Bro? Uh, Step Bro. I can't pick it. Tigres, Y&Y. Y&Y. 
Why and why? Predators, why and why? Uh, Preds. Uh, yin and yang. Ball Hard University. WID, Step Bros. Uh, ball, ball so hard. Uh, Step Bros. 2 0 this week. Sub Zero, who's going to carry the boats? Sub Zero. Well, Sub Zero. But who's going to carry the boats? Sub Zero. Uh, free agents, Tigres. Uh, Tigres. Yeah, Tigres. At least we tried. Who's going to carry the boats? At least we tried. Uh, at least we tried. But who's going to carry the boats? Uh, at least we tried. All right. Uh, we have t- a women's division Red Bulls, X and X. Who? Red Wait, Bulls, well, sorry, X and X. Sorry, I trains. X and X, sorry. <laughs> X and X. Red Nation, Wildcats. Wildcats. Yeah, Wildcats want revenge. Give me Wildcats. Vortex, Red Bulls. Vortex. Uh, Vortex. And Red Nation, Brut. 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 Tier 4, Salt and the Pepper, Dewey Molasses. Uh, Dewey Molasses. Yeah, Dewey, Dewey. Yeah, yeah, tough ending. Yeah, Skull, there. Meat Lovers. <laughs> That's the pick. Pack a Punch, Ramfins. Ramfins. Best logo. Uh, yeah, Ramfins. Mutation, Pasta Arabiat. Uh, hot Boys, Pasta, pasta boys. boys. Bloodline, Leos. Uh, bloodline. Uh, bloodline. Toon Squad, Pack a Punch. Toon Squad. Toon Squad. Super Troopers, Skull. Uh, troopers. Uh, super troopers. No, I'll go Skull. Cookie Monsters, Salts and a Pepper. Cookie Monsters. Uh, Cookie Monsters. Tier 3, West Island Knights, Idaho U to Pimps. Idaho U Pimps. I can't pick it. Blue Dry, Illegal Use of Hands. Blue Dry. Uh, illegal Use of Hands. Killer Rays, Baby Dragon Magic. Rays. Uh, that's a good game. They have a rivalry. Give me Killer Rays. Idaho U to Pimps, Mangoose. Idaho. I can't pick it. Joe's Panini, The Rude Boys. Uh, Panini. Give me a Panini. Trap Stars, West Island Boys. West Island Boys. Uh, West Island Boys. Illegal use of hands, wide open bar. Open bar. Uh, ha- illegal hands. Team sexy, light work. Sexy. Light work. Baby Dragon Magic, born in the 80s. Uh, baby Dragon. Uh, give me the 80s. West Island Knights, Killer Rays. Rays. Uh, West Island Knights, uh, Killer Rays. And Griffin Town, Griff Nation, <laughs> Jesus. I was going to say Griffin Door at first, and I caught myself. Griffin Town. Uh, Griff Nation, the Penetrators. <laughs> Griffin Town. <laughs> Give me the Penetrators. <laughs> I'm going Griffin Town. Tier 2. Fins up, still CRA. Fins up. Fins up. Easy W, Voodoo. Easy W. Uh, easy W. Arush, that's what she said. Arush. Uh, that's what she said. Voodoo, the Stoics. Stoics. Uh, Stoics. Game Changers, Junkyard Dogs. Changers. Game Changers. Diamond Bougie, Les Potabesets. Easy. Ah, that's a good one. Give me Diamond Bougie. Easy W, Dirty Birds. Easy W. Dirty Birds. The Boys Are Back, Still CRA. Uh, boys Are Back. Boys Are Back. Game Changers, Ambush. Uh, ambush. Uh, Game Changers. That's what she said. Fins up. Fins up. Fins up. Kiss my in-laws, the infantry. In-laws. I can't pick it. Arush, the boys are back. Uh, Arush. Arush. Diamond Bougie, Beer Belly Brigade. Bougie. Diamond Bougie. And lastly, Tier 1, Maroons 2.0, Cap Friendly Braves. Maroons. Uh, Cap Friendly Braves. Hashtag NR, Terror Squad. Squad. Uh, 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 Terror Squad. Mangoose, Royaume Luminaire. 
Royaume Lumineur. Royaume. Never Overtime, 450 Ballers. 450. Yeah, 450. KGP, Royaume Lumineur. KGP, the uh, Valkyrie. Uh, Royaume. KGP, Maroons 2.0. Maroons. Maroons. 450 Ballers, Run It Once. 450. Uh, 450. And Cap Friendly Braves, Terror Squad. CFP. Give me Terror Squad. Something's selling me. All right. Reminder for everyone of all the stuff we started the episode with. Uniforms, photos, uh, jersey violations. And petition. Petition. That's probably the biggest, most important one on the list there. If you have any questions, email the league. Don't forget to pay your season fees. Don't forget to bring Mo a Gatorade. Uh, Don't don't forget to bring Iggy a paella. No, my churros, the churro bowl, eagle. Oh, God yes. damn it. Yeah. I'm yes. trying to drink water. I won the churro bowl. And yeah. again, most importantly, please sign the St. Leo Static Bear petition for winter season 2024. It's on the Instagram story page. Uh, it's on the Facebook page as well for FPF. And it should be efforting towards the website and maybe as articles as, or articles too, and as well, hopefully, CTA. as a. As a picture on the uh, Instagram wall for podcast comments, podcast wall. So sign up. All right, uh, magic words, please. Uh, wait, actually, we have another uh, comment from uh, Pease right here. So let's just uh, see what he said about the conclusion of the show. Oh, incredible thought! Um, what if you found out that you were a robot because you kept failing capture tests? Like I keep telling you to click on the squares where there is a bike and then you keep making mistakes and then you can't get uh, the sneakers you tried to order and then on top of not getting the kicks you also um, realize that your whole life was a lie and that you're actually why? a robot. Why Why? Why am I a robot all of a sudden? What they're, happened? They were, they were sea fillers for the game for the Chargers at SoFi Stadium. Oh yeah. <laughs> why? 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 Why can't I just not have the sneakers? Why am I a robot? What? What's going on? Bees, talk to me. Does not compute. Magic words, please. From all of us here at the Weekly Extra Point Live. Uh, good night, Cam Akers. Ooh. You wanted that one, didn't you? We're back. Good night, Alan Williams. Put the place up. Yeah, we know.